The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future comfortable I feel about talking about um, this one. I mean, it is so, <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah, but people deserve to know. I, <laughs> we have traveled with you on this journey, and that is I know irresponsible of you to not I know. I know I'm, I'm still a, disappointed that you didn't do what I asked you to do yesterday. No, you would not have wanted to, no, you wouldn't want to see this. I'm not going to, I would not post that anywhere. Okay. Like, it was, it was disturbing. Bad? Yeah, and okay. whatever is going on on there, it is getting worse, worse. I did, though... May have peeked my head in a little bit. May have taken a look. Oh, Hello, everyone. Don't do that. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today on some things I may not talk about. Uh, but I do want to remind everybody that you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there oh. at the top of the page or depending on however you're scrolling, it's, it's on the front page. It's somewhere on that page. It's somewhere on that page. You just page. look for it. You can find it. It's the However, super funny rearranges. story. Hunt. And uh, the Audible link, you can click that, sign up for a free trial, get two free audiobooks when you do so. I'm still listening to The Outsider, and it's still disturbing. That's oh, I'm yes. Say. I'm still listening to The Robber Bride, and it, too, is disturbing. Okay. Well, excellent. So we're disturbing ourselves constantly. And we wonder why neither of us can sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we have, like, all these traumatic thoughts oh, all the I time. Had, well, I, mean, it's, yeah. I had something strange the other night. I'll, I'll talk about that. Maybe I'll talk about that here in a bit. Um, but yes, go to that. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link and uh, sign up for your free trial. Get your free audiobooks. All right. Must I talk about this? You must. It's disgusting, but you must. This you is... owe it. If you open up your journey to everyone else to come along with you, then you owe it to them. To it, be able this to is so updates. gross, and it just kind of like, it just kind of describes how. Um, like how far gone the problem is? How far gone the problem is yeah. of everything that's been going on. And it has to do with this. <laughs> um, Which Greg also sent me, and before we, he even announces what it is, he sent this to me via a text message while I was at work yesterday and I, I laughed did. out loud. I did. And so you know about my neighbors. I've been talking about this, how my neighbors have been well, whoever is living there, I mean, I guess just kind of a recap. I own a house in southeast Portland, and I have I share a fence with possibly I'm not really sure what's going on there, but there used to be meth head neighbors that lived there, and then there were my Russian gangsters that lived there. And on top of that, there is a food cart there are two food carts that are on this property. So this property that's right next to me that I share a fence with is really strange. And there's a large building that is half some weird, strange apartment with this giant backyard that's like a rat-filled backyard. And I'll explain that here in a minute because it is. And then the other half is I don't know what's in there. And then one section is just these two food carts where they're renting out the driveway of this building and are kind of separated from the entire thing. They seem like very nice people, also pretty naive to not understand what's going on with the property. And so they have created – there's this backyard – of the neighbor's property that's in between my house and where the driveway of their house is. So it's this no man's land that is just full of overgrown weeds and trash and a shed, and it, it's full of rats. And maybe it's bodies, full but definitely full of rats. Of rats, like full of them. And on top of that, there is there's the uh, so the, the people who have the two food carts, which are on the opposite end of this driveway or opposite end of this backyard, they've created their own fence to try to block out the rat field. And in the middle of the night, somebody is coming from inside the other building or something. and knocking out that fence and coming out from the inside. So coming out from the rat field, it comes out from that side and goes through their food carts. They don't know what it is. They said they just put it back up every night, but somebody, somebody or something is knocking through it. Now... What happened is I've been leaving some some treats for the rats in a section where no animals, Ooh, no other animals other than vacation tickets for them. Some vacation tickets to, so that they can go visit to go that, live on the farm on that sweet rat farm where they can mm. run around and eat all the bird seed they want sure. and just live happily ever after. It's a one way ticket and. And and no other animals, just so everybody knows, because I keep getting messages like, you got to watch out for dogs. It's nowhere where any other animal can get to it. Like, that's it. You know, maybe there's a squirrel. Mm, yeah, sorry. But there, there's no dogs can get to this. 
Um, so anyway, that's been going on. And nothing has been done. We can't get a hold of who owns that building. I have no idea. It's really hard to track down other than it's a giant property company that's somewhere in California. Oh, and there's like no I'm phone shocked. number and there's no anything and they aren't doing anything about this. Wait, so you're saying that a property owner in California is hard to get a hold of after purchasing some sort of land in Portland yes. and it's going to shit and yes. nobody's doing anything about it. Yes. I am just shocked. That is exactly what's Please going Please continue. On. That is exactly what's happening. So, uh, so yesterday I was walking by there and I still have never seen. So I, I don't think the Russian gangsters are there anymore. I don't know if they're there or not. Nobody knows who's living think in that apartment. they just apartment. moved out in the night? Nobody knows who's there because it, when they were there, so they even the did, people that are renting the food carts, are, are they're they there. have no they idea. They don't know, right? They don't have no idea who's in there. Nope. They have, they've never seen anybody. They don't know. They just know that somebody comes out from there in the middle of the night and knocks down their fence and goes through it. And from the inside. That's like It's not somebody annoying. breaking in. Especially if that's your business and you have a fence behind it and someone's breaking it down every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. From on, from on the property. So, so uh, that's, that's all we know. Like, that's the only information I have. That's apparently the only information the food cart uh, people have. So, flash for, so flash here's what yesterday. happened that's the most disturbing thing. Most disturbing thing is yesterday. So I'm walking down the sidewalk and I share... One side of the road, one road front with this with the, this property, and I'm walking down, and I get to about their line of the property, and this is no joke, and this is kind of this is pretty gross. What I'm going to say, this is what was sitting on their property, at just in front of their property on the public sidewalk, right in front of the gateway that can lead back to that to the to the rat field was half of a rat sitting on the sidewalk in oh, front of their house. God, what half? Why am I asking? The I don't lower half. The lower half. Okay, why did I ask? You didn't describe that it was the half. Was on the sidewalk in front of their house. That is what I witnessed yesterday. Something. All right, I didn't know it was half. I don't want a picture Would of that. Would you prefer it was a whole dead rat? or? Yes, I, instead of yes. If, if they were going to take a picture, picture of half a rat or a whole rat. This is on a public sidewalk. I would prefer a whole rat. Outside of their place. Half a dead rat. Now, I'm sitting there looking at that, and I'm like, that is, goddamn! how many are there back there that they're pouring out onto the streets now? And so, um, so I, I went over, and they do have a gateway that's, Clearly, I don't think you would be able to open it. Like, it's so rotted, and, and I think it would probably fall over. But it's rotting so much that it's bent over halfway. It's like the, the board has folded, and I could peek back there. And I'm like, this is really gross. Maybe I need to just – maybe I need to take a look at what's back there. Because I've always been nervous because, you know, when the meth heads owned it, you know, they're crazy. And then when it's, you know – Yeah, you don't trust Potentially – a law-abiding citizens who are just burning documents in a bonfire for 20 minutes at a time and then turning it off. You know, I don't really want to bother them either. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever's back there, I'm going to take a look. And I, I peeked my head in. Yeah? And what would you see? It was gross. <laughs> it is. It is no – it's worse than I thought. It's worse than I thought back there. So there's like a little awning before you can go into the building and then the, the rat field's behind that. And then there's just the standing shed on the property. Now, the rat field, it's just weeds, weeds for days. God, stop saying rat field. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And they're all really, I mean, the weeds are super tall. But the, the part that I hadn't seen before was where ostensibly the human-ish thing must live. And that's where there was, there's this awning, and that's where this gate was that I could kind of peek around finally. And it's just covered in trash. Like, trash. Old papers and wrappers and I just general trash. Yeah. And then like, like I'm just picturing like detergent bottles and like Yeah, you name it, there's yeah. probably something like like an oil can or or whatever is back there. And so I I'm I was kind of looking at that. I'm like, what could possibly what kind of thing could live in this filth? You know, when they clearly they have property, they they have trash. Like somebody's choosing to live this way. Yeah. Like they they're choosing to. And so I, I don't – it was one of those things where I, looking at it, I'm like, I don't – I couldn't – I wouldn't even be able to conceive of how many yeah. rats are back there. 
Because oh, God. It All is right. a yeah, you need to paradise. do something about this. It's a paradise. Well, I called the city, but guess what? The city hasn't done anything. Um, so it's like they've made a giant, like, rat cage back there with, like, everything rats would love. Yeah. Like, garbage it's not, and nests. It's not even so and... much a cage. It's like we're caged out from it. Oh, like, God. they get to run around and then forage into other, other property, and then they go back into their safety fort, their rat fort. And that is what's going on. So I'm sorry for the disturbing imagery, but it is seriously, this is what's happening right next door. I don't know whether I'd rather have the meth head neighbors back or this. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, Honestly, I'd probably rather have the meth At least I knew how to contain the meth head neighbors. Yeah. Like, we came to a stand, you know, our understanding. They didn't cross over the fence and eat my bird seed. That's for sure. Or my, my grass seed. Sure. So, you know, that didn't happen. Um, well, what are you going to do now that it's like, it, you know, I mean, it has, of course, like well, leaked out of that backyard because it's been in your yard. Yeah. Now it's on the street. Yeah. Now it's on the street. It's, it's infesting everything. Oh, I feel bad for those food cart owners. I Always do they're too. in metal boxes. So they're like, nothing's getting yeah, they're into very, there. They're yeah. very nice. And, but, uh, they need to be doing something about it too, though. Yeah. They need to be making more of an effort. Nobody's going to want to buy their shit if like there's, if there's a rats half running a around. dead rat in Ex- front of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I told them, I'm like, you, you guys, this is going to be your problem too. Like you really, yeah. you got to help me on this. And I don't think they're doing much. I think they'd rather just, eh, we put the wall back up. Whatever's sitting there, it goes back in at night. So we put the wall back up, which I still have no idea what that is. Uh, what, the only thing I can do now, you know, I, I, like I said, I called the city. But I will say this. We were contacted by, I'm not going to say who, but we were contacted by a pest control service <laughs> that uh, may be coming on as a Fun Employment Radio sponsor, and I'm thinking that's who we need to talk to. Here uh, I think we need to. So we'll, let, we'll fill you in on those details, but because of talking about the rat story, that's, that's what piqued the interest, and, uh, and yeah, so we can't announce it yet, but I, we're in some talks here right now. And I, I think that they're going to be able to help. Well, you're not alone. You're not the only person that's dealing with a, yeah. a rodent issue in oh. your yard or home or anywhere. Right. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah. And I feel bad for the food cart people, but you know what? You chose to put it there, and I'm I'm sorry. You got to do something about that. Like, they seem – they're very nice. Their area is very clean. But you're next to a giant field of rats, and you're serving food there. Yeah. Like, you got you to gotta get on this, too. You can't just be like, eh, it's behind the wall. Not my problem. Clearly, it's, it is. It is your problem, too, whether you like it or not. Nobody wants it, but it is. Anyway, um, I'm sure they listen to the show. They, oh, yes. I'm, I'm sure, sure that they're they, our number one yes, fans. I'm sure they, I'm sure yes. they listen to the show. Well, well, so today, that's where it's at. That's well, what I found out. Well, tonight, you get to relax. You get to leave your house because it's cornhole night, Greg. Yes, I've been looking forward right. to this, except for that. So I know that we had talked about this a little bit, but we hadn't ever talked about it on the show. So we've been... Well, I mean, we've talked about our like our cornhole league that we yeah play. we're in a cornhole so been, league. We've been playing. I mean, we <laughs> this is our this is how year. Portland we are. We went to Humpfest last weekend. We emceed the Rose City Beard and Mustache competition, and now we're going to our cornhole league tonight. Yes, it's our <laughs> eighth year playing in the cornhole league because that's what we do. Uh, it's so. fun. I can't help it. All all those things are fun. It's super you know fun. What? I and, shouldn't I, apologize for having fun. I genuinely enjoy it, like, and it's like exercise ish. Uh, I mean, you can drink beer while you throw it. It's yeah, that's about the extent of the exercise, but yeah. All right. Sure. So every year in our cornhole league, um, you know, like as you know, when you're in a competitive league, like if it's like you know, if you're playing bar league softball or kickball tournament or whatever it is, you know, it's always fun in your league to have somebody who can be the heel. Mm. So like, remember we had the heel in our bowling league. We had the heel in our bowling league. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Oh. What's his name? Pig, uh, pig face, face man, boy. man boy. Oh my God, Pig Face Man Boy. We had a whole musical. Oh, for him. I forgot about him. He was a jerk. Pig Face Man, man Boy. Oh pig yeah. Pig Face Man Boy. But then, like, we started talking to him, and he was really nice, and so like, we couldn't. Uh, and then we couldn't tell nice him about the show you. because we were singing songs about he him. He was nice to you. I would. I am not going to go as far as saying, "Oh, he's really nice." Yeah. It was a real sweet spirit. Yeah, Greg. maybe to you. Yeah. I mean, that's because you have a. I'm good. For some of these guys, for some reason, they seem to uh, be m- nicer to you than they are to me. I'm scarier than you. No, I don't think that's. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think it's the scarier part that. I think I'm scarier that, than you. Scarier? How? I'm more intimidating. It, well, no, I'm not going out trying to intimidate people. I think there's a. I can think of a few reasons. That perhaps he was a little bit kinder to you than he was Can't to think me. Of but... Two reasons. 
but, but no, he wasn't ever super nice to me. I yeah, don't know why I'm doing courts all day today, but yeah. Anyway, and you're right, because my charms do sometimes work on the people that don't particularly like you. And so, yeah. And then there are times that my charms completely fail me and I don't know what to do. Yeah. So this is what's happening currently. So Here's the inside scoop on the cornhole. Here's our inside scoop on our cornhole. <laughs> so for the past few years, since we have been playing for a long time, and most of the people, um, like a good probably like 60, 75% of the people who are playing our league have been playing since the beginning. Yeah. We've all been playing in this same silly league yeah. for years together. Yep. Um, and it starts after every Memorial Day and uh, goes through the summer. And it's fun. And it's super fun. It's met a like, lot of people through it. I mean, it's fun like these neighborhood silly, yeah. like neighborhood leagues like this are, are fun because you do meet people. I mean, you really do. Like, I've, I've we've made a bunch of friends just through this, just through playing stupid cornhole, you know, and having a couple of beers with people. And it's it's dumb and it's fun. Yeah. It's just it's just mindless. Like especially if you've had a rough day, it's like, eh, I'm gonna go throw a beanbag at a hole. It, it's and then, exactly and then it. Talk like my, shit to to somebody, but like in a joking way. But like by Thursday, it's yeah, it's a nice refresher to be like, all right, here's a beer. Let's watch some whatever sport is going on. Talk some shit. Throw some beanbags or corn bags, and then yeah, yeah, whatever. And call yeah. it a day. Yeah. So uh, for the past few years, um, particularly in our league, we have had these two guys in it, and they were called the Ringers. Now the Ringers were kind of the heels, and the, so um, in wrestling terms, like the face is like the good guy, the heel is the bad guy. So heels are like the like the bad people. Right. In that every everyone league, tries to be. You have to have a heel, or else it's not fun. You have to have somebody that everybody else is like, oh, I don't like. Oh man. And everyone can kind like of band oh, together to try and them. beat them. Yeah. Yeah, because there, there's going to be somebody that's better than anybody else. You and know, no matter how much parody, there's somebody that's just a little bit better. It's not us. It's not but, us. But, uh, I mean, people want to beat Greg because they don't like his face, but. Yeah, well, that's, I, hey, some nights I'm pretty good. And during our, our, some our nights friends, I'm pretty good. like a, a lot of um, our close friends play with this too, and I mean, it's, it gets super competitive. There's a lot of parody. I mean, we're way better than Scott Daly and Dan Bozic. Oh, but God, I mean, they embarrass themselves. You know, but they try really hard. And that's the thing. That's why Both it's fun because they hard. try really hard. You know, Bozic and Scott do their best, but, you know, they're they're doing what they can. They're just there to have a couple of beers, and everybody feels bad. Nobody wants to beat them, but you have to. So, uh, so anyway, there's that, and the rest of us are all pretty even. And then there's there was the ringers. Yeah, so there were the ringers. There were these two guys, but, just super nice guys. That's the problem. Yeah. It's so they one were of the, one yeah. of those things where they're so much better than anybody else. And it's like, oh, I want to make leagues better than everybody. In my else. mind, I want to make you just the worst person in the world because you're so much better in beating us all the time. And then they're just like the nicest guys. In the, I ever. know we beat they're them. They're so nice. Do you remember that one uh, that one time like two years ago when we beat them? Yeah, we beat them like place? once or twice. We bought yeah. the yeah. I think we beat them twice. It was like we were acting like we had just won like an Olympic medal. It's pretty much. It yeah. was just. It felt like that above and beyond. I've never been that excited yeah. to win anything. No, ever. No, because like we beat screaming the and jumping on each other. It was just great. <laughs> So anyway, so the ringers um, who have been the heels and you know everyone, the people the that everyone love to but, hate. Yeah, but I mean, but we all so like them. Just, they're so genuine. We all nice. like them. Like I'll be talking to one of their names is Jared, and, I'll, and he'll be like, "Sarah, how's your week going? I hope that it's been like really just the night." I'm just like, like genuine. I'm like, and he's like, and I'll be getting mags. I'm just like, "Fuck you, Jared! Stop <laughs> talking to me. You're just trying to use this as a distraction technique." And he's like, "No, it's just." Genuinely wondering how. Anyway, doing. okay. <laughs> but I think really underneath it all, he was using it as a distraction technique. I think he's very clever. He's very good. Anyway, so the ringers have stopped um, coming every week because I think of like a prior commitments and the, like jobs and stuff. Yeah. So they haven't been able to be there every week. So it's been kind of we've been kind of lacking um, our heel and like the person we want to beat until two weeks ago. Yeah. Now we have a new one. There's, There's new a blood. newcomer to our league. I don't even know how to describe what should this we, person. What should we call him? Oh, what should we call him? Mean bag? Mean bags? <laughs> mean bag? No. You're, you're good with this. What do you want to call him? I mean, do we give him a nickname? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. no, we're not going to say Well, we always call him. him, I mean, everybody calls him Angry Cornhole Dude. Uh, yeah, that's too long. That's too long. That's too long. Pick one, Greg. Oh, you're really, you're really good at this, though. All right. All right, how about... Um... um Let's see, not Mr. Mean. Boy, Why don't I was kind of relying just, just on just you on Jerry. That. Jerry? Let's call him Jerry. Okay. Oh, fine. I know a nice Jerry, though. Yeah, I know. I know nice some nice Jerry's, Jerry's too. A couple Jerry's. Uh, What's the name of somebody that you don't like? <laughs> no, no, because... <laughs> <laughs> 
It's K I E L. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you pick up what I was? Yes, saying? I think okay. I could. Right. I know how to spell. I'm pretty sure you're spelling. Okay, all right, that worked out. Uh, we'll call him Mr. Mean. All right, Mr. Mean. Mr. Mean. <laughs> Matt Bastard. I love that. Name. Okay, Eddie just came up with it. Right. Matt Bastard. Matt Bastard. Dude, that's so good. Thank you, Eddie, for res- rescuing on that. Uh, I don't know why. We're, I have a friend. We're freezing there I for actually a have a friend named Matt Bastard. Well, really? Who goes by that name. Yeah. He, he used to live here years ago. I don't think he lives there anymore. Okay. Well, I, I don't care. Yeah. Matt Bastard. <laughs> All right. So Matt Bastard is, he's... To describe this guy, and we probably all know somebody like this in our in our lives. And by the way, there's no way that this guy will ever listen to this show. I don't care if he does. We're not holding back. It's fine. Oh, I don't care if he listens to the show. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, no, I I really don't care. (laughs) It it doesn't matter to me. Um, But Matt Bastard is one of these guys where he's like a robot. Like as far as there, you you play against this guy, and there's like zero emotion that goes on. Zero, nothing. Like nothing, nothing. Like a shark. Like a shark, little beady black shark eyes. Where he, he looks at you like you're just your your food, and you're nothing else. Like there's no emotion, there's no fun. It's definitely not fun, and it's somebody who's there like this is what I have to do, and I have to do this right now. So Matt Bastard, he he he's there every night, and the thing is, everybody in this league, this cornhole league, you know, there's, say there's like I don't know twenty of us that are part of yeah. this, and. All of us, you know, individually, you play the other teams. All of us over the course of these weeks have all separately inside, have you played Matt Bastard yet? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a jerk. He's like, yeah, he's an asshole, he isn't he? He's like, yeah. yes, he was. And this same conversation is going on with everyone. Every single person and, in our league. And which so, is weird because nobody ever, like, that's not something that anyone spends their time about is, like, talking shit about anybody else. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, it's not anything that we're not, like, even with the ringers, everybody's like, oh, those people, look at those ass. Like, no, they're nice. It's just not like that. But the reason that it is, the reason that's the case is because of, of the demeanor and how somebody acts. And it's not that they're joking or, you know, it's okay to get mad if you lose sometimes, but not too mad because otherwise it's over the top. And none of us do. You know, we all want to win. You know, of course you want to win, but I mean, it's no big deal. But he is very, like, beyond good. This is somebody who. Like if plays he in professional tournaments. Like he thinks it's um, like he's failing if he just gets it on the board and not in the hole. Every yeah, somebody time. who doesn't find joy in it. No, there's no joy. There's, I think that's part it's of it. It's just no machine. Joy. It's just a machine, just mechanical. Just. But on top of that, I think it's the dismissiveness. And I'm getting to a point with this too because we want to ask a question on on how to handle this because you know it's it's the dismissiveness. I think one thing that I could say is a really big tell of somebody is in this uh, our buddy Tristan is on our team and he was playing against Matt Bastard and Matt Bastard at one point turned to him and said hey do you let me give you some tips on what you should be doing and this is Tristan's been playing for a long time this is a fun bar league nobody likes the guy who turns to you and says oh let me give you some tips nobody 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 also may I also make a mention that this Matt Bastard through a tantrum in front of everybody when he was told that he had to play with our league-issued bags and couldn't play with his own personal cornhole bags that he brought with him to the bar from home. Yeah, so it, it, that's true. He threw, he threw a tantrum. He threw it. a fit and was very angry about it. But the bottom line is we have our heel now, and that's what every league needs I a heel. I know, but I and don't And this like is like it. the biggest heel of all time. I mean, Matt Bastard is the pinnacle of heel. He's way more of a heel than the ringers. Honestly, he might be better than them, too. He's pretty damn good. And what, uh, what I want to ask, though, is Sarah, usually, you know, with the, your, your, you have some charm. You can charm whoa, some whoa, people whoa, sometimes. Whoa, whoa. What, did, are, you're being nice to me? This is throwing me off a little. Yes. Okay. Wow. Uh, you you uh, you can sometimes charm your way. I can sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I fail throw miserably. Them off. Sometimes you fail, but I think more often than not, but you I can at least, work. I go for as, it. At least with people that don't know you, I think that people once they know you, they're like, "Yeah, okay, I know what you're doing." Yeah. If you're playing against somebody and you start using your over complimenting and and do, using your, you have a routine. I know I your routine. I don't have a routine. Oh, you might. do. You're on Maybe my I just team. Don't know that I do. And I appreciate you have your routine. That's true. Well, I have my things. Well, don't talk about it because some people in the league listen. And I know the things that I do. Don't talk about the things that I do. I think a lot of them know at this point. Oh, what do you? Okay, tell me one of the things that you think I do. Why are you mad at me? 
Because you're calling out the fact that I have tricks. It's not supposed to be tricks. I'm just supposed to be there having a good time. I have tricks that I do, too. Tell me one of your tricks. I don't want to say it. Tell me it. Tell me it. I don't want to say it. No, no, no. No, because I don't know who listens to the show. That's fine. I've been using this trick for years. What is it? When you're when you're playing cornhole. Yeah. All right. So you know how you're standing. I'm sorry. This is inside stuff. Oh no, I don't want to say it. I still use it to this day. I will use it tonight. No, I'm not going to say it. What? No. No, I'll tell you off air. I'm not going to say it. All right. So you have this like trick in your bag, and you haven't even shared it with your teammates. Yes. What the hell? Yes. Okay. Because sometimes I have to play you guys, so I don't want you to know either. I'm on your team. I've got a trick. Anyway, well, it's not that's that not what it is because we're not doing very well. This no, we league, suck. So we're, ter- we're terrible. We're terrible. It's not like but you're yeah, like- anyway, your charm. Back to this. Back to your charm thing. Like you have used this to your advantage quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. a skill mo- I'm I'm envious of. Most people would be. I mean, you have a you have a very good skill. And I mean, can you say that I'm also like a nice person? Like I'm genuinely a nice person. Yeah, genuinely. But you are also not a. Not afraid to use your ability for whatever you want. Well, I feel like every human being is entitled to use whatever abilities they have to get what they want. I'm not. Dis- you're getting so defensive about it. <gasps> oh, I'm I wasn't not- being defensive. I was just being. Ab- I'm just lauding being- your abilities. I'm saying it's very good. Usually you can work on this, but so far. On robots, I can't. It's not working it on work. Matt Bastard. I've tried. I yeah. tried. So what have you tried to, to do? Break that because I saw him playing cornhole by himself one time, uh-huh. and I was there with a couple of friends, and we were getting ready to play. So I asked him if he wanted to play with us, and then he was just didn't talk. He was just like, boom, boom, like throwing it. Like it was like he was one of those you know like pitching machines at yeah um, at like a batter's ca- at a batting cage, where, but with cornhole bags, and he just wasn't talking and just throwing it and throwing it and doing yeah. it. So it was kind of weird. He also. All right, let me just tell you Cornhole Cooth 101. If you're playing with somebody and, um, you know, you're playing four people and you're next to somebody else and you're playing and it's your turn, you pick up the bags. And if there's somebody else's bag next to yours, go ahead and put it, you know, in their pile. Like, give yeah. them back their bag. This guy either ignores your bags and just picks up his own or he has picked, like last time he picked up mine and just like threw them down at the bottom of the, of the board. <laughs> oh, that would piss me off. Because it's like cornhole courtesy. Like you basically like, you know, every time you play somebody when you're gathering the bags, you're like, oh, here you go. And you're like, oh, thank you. And then you start throwing again. He does not get anyone's bags. And when he does, he just kind of throws them. You know, I've honestly, I haven't played against him one-on-one yet. Oh, you are going on his to side. be so... I don't handle that too well. I know you don't. I don't handle that kind of stuff Which is why I'm nervous because I've had to do it and he's big. He was uh, being so rude that his teammate made uh, it a point last week to come up to every single person in the league and apologize for him. And And it wasn't her and it wasn't her. I'm like, stop. I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong. She's like, I know, but he's a real asshole. That's where I was going to go to. Yeah. So his teammate, she is. So a nice. very nice person. Very nice. She's very nice. And yes, she went around to everybody. And that's when you know that we're all on the same. We're all correct about this in our opinion. Where she, not being asked by anyone, went individually to everybody <laughs> and said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry he's an asshole. Like, I'm here so that I can try to come in between him being an asshole. But he's a jerk. And I keep telling him, like, nobody likes you because you're being a dick. And the, this is what his teammate, his yeah. friend, was telling And she everybody. was really, yeah. And, and she was so sweet. Like, and she was she's so, very nice. And then she did, like, the, you know, kind of the, and she's like, I know. I Like, nobody's asking her, like, why are you on his team? Because she's like, he's, he's really nice sometimes. It's just cornhole. It's like, he gets really well, weird about it. I didn't want to be rude either. And she started telling me this. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then finally I'm like, you know what? Thank you for saying that because I've been thinking it the whole time what, about what a jerk he is. And now that you've said it like three times <laughs> trying to get me to respond, I'm like, thanks. Like, you're awesome. <laughs> but So that's where that. The question I have is how do we break this person? How do we break him? I don't know. Because we got, there's got to be a crack in the armor somewhere. Well, you'd have to break him with romance. He seems romance. Well, and this was, would be your charm uh, area. I can't do it. Can't do I it. don't know. I don't can't think this do robot's going to work for that. I don't think so. Like, how do we break this? Ultimately, that's it. You've got to, got to break to these people down. to melt his robot heart. How do you do it? What is the secret? Or get him really, really drunk. In theory. Just yeah. kidding. I guess everybody just kept buying him drinks to see what happens. Do you remember we did that one year for the ringers? Yeah. I, I think that's how we won, <laughs> yeah. actually. No, we kept buying Colin shots. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Colin, here's no shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were pretending to take shots, and yeah, I got him a little, <laughs> a little tipsy. 
Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, maybe I'll play. I'll I'll play on his side today, and I'll I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I'll no, try. he's he's unbreakable. No, nobody's unbreakable. Nobody's unbreakable. He's breakable. We just have to find the weakness. Yeah, when the man- that's more fun for me than than anything else. I was just saying when the manager of the league has to come up to you after you know the um, the games are done and say like, "Hey, bud." Maybe you should yeah. not be such uh, a dick. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Anyway, I'm excited for tonight because it does bring like this needed drama into it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm no. I'm. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It, it does bring some drama. It is fun. So we'll fill you in on what we try. But if you have suggestions on how to break somebody like this, yes, they just break them down. Just tell us. Let us know. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Or you know, not even break them. Just. Mend them. I don't. I don't need it necessarily no. to be negative. No, I. No, I. Like I'm not saying that's negative. Way to not be I want asshole. him to not throw as well. <laughs> that's. I'm just talking about the cornhole game. I'm not talking about in life. Oh, I was talking about. I don't in want life. him to. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the guy's life over a cornhole game. But I want him to th- to throw a few off the board on accident and get mad at himself. That's what I want. That's winning for me. Our friend Joe the other day was watching him play um, when you and I were sitting there. With him, and he was just obsessed with him. Yeah. Do you remember that he was watching? He was uh-huh. like, who is that guy? He is like the most intense cornhole person I've ever seen. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's Matt Bastard. <laughs> All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, Craig, do you like pickle juice? Um, I like pickle juice as like a chaser to a shot. Like a pickleback? Yeah, pickleback. Oh. See, everything's getting but like I'm, I'm not up. a pickle person. I don't I've, like pickles. A lot of things are coming up pickle. Like they have the, like pickle slushies. Have you heard of those? Which sound amazing. Uh, yeah, like Sonic has them or something. That sounds so gross. Yeah. Well, no, oh. they don't because if you drink picklebacks, you can just put some whiskey in there and make a nice little pickle slushie. No, I like the, the pickle juice has to be, it's got to be, if I'm doing a pickleback, which a pickleback is where you do like a shot of whiskey or whatever, and then you take a shot of pickle juice to follow it up. And then it tastes and you like do it nothing. Quick. And it just tastes like pickles. Yeah. And then you that's do it. it quick. I mean, it's dangerous because it tastes like absolutely no alcohol whatsoever. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, I want to try the pickle slushy. Okay. There, but now KFC is doing this thing where they're doing fried chicken coated in pickle juice. No. Pickle juice fried no. chicken sounds no, amazing. I, I'm no. really hungry. Yes. So, even though they offer pickles on their sandwiches for a limited time, they're now going to do a pickle juice based sauce. That's for so their KFC, and I love cucumbers, chicken. but pickles, no, absolutely not. Now, do you eat um, like pickled other things? I'm not really a big pickled. Per- I like pickles, but I don't like pickled things. Okay, you don't like like kimchi and no, all that stuff. I don't okay. like anything pickled except for pickles and pickle juice. Okay, yeah. Can we say the word pickle one more time? Jesus Christ! Throw it in. Hey, it's we're like all pickles, pickles all the time this week. Yeah, There's a lot of pickles. Yeah, talking about pickles. Pickle slushy sounds disgusting. I think I want to, like, get us pickles. Like, well, I, I won't drink it. I'm telling you, no. That sounds downright refreshing to me. No, that sounds so gross to me. You might as well say it's a mayonnaise milkshake or uh, uh no, uh-uh. Well, if uh-uh. you want to, it began a few days ago. KFC locations across America are going to serve crispy pickle chicken sandwiches. No. So I guess they're only doing them for a limited time because once they run one? out of the... De- well, I mean, yeah, if I could get one, I would absolutely eat one. I okay. mean, I can't even remember the last time I ate a KFC, though, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I remember we would go sometimes I when I was a kid yeah. and get, like, the mashed potatoes. Yep, mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, and I'd mm. always get the chicken legs. I like the chicken legs. Okay. Tell us what other kinds of foods you like. Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> I love Craft uh, Easy Mac, oh, which yeah. I've been really good about not eating. Not Until anymore. our friend Dave might have brought us a box <laughs> of it. So I, I, it's emergency. It's emergency stash. Uh-huh. But you might have to have one just to make sure that they haven't expired. Well, you have to. I have to. Yeah. It's... You have to. All right. Well, anyway, if you want to pick up one of those KFC locations across America, have them. When they're gone, they're gone. Okay. All right. A couple Oregon stories. First up, good one. Ooh. Start with the good, then with the super Oregon. Um, do you know where Riddle, Oregon is? Yes. Um... There are all these tiny towns I've never heard of that you all that you always know of. Yeah, no, I recognize the names. I'm trying to remember where Riddle is. Is it Greg? Do you remember that time at the Beard and Mustache competition? We met the um, mayor of Beaver. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm still still (laughs) cool. (laughs) I think it was way bigger deal for you. Well, Richard Nelson. Um, Let's see, Riddle. I want to say it's down by Medford, but I I could be wrong on that. Where the hell is it? Dang, it's driving me nuts. 
All right. Well, Richard Nelson of Riddle, Oregon, has won the uh, the lottery a week before he was about to retire, and will now be receiving a thousand dollars per week per life. Talk about like good timing. So thousand dollars a week per life per, per life a week before he was set to retire. Wow. Yeah. So he won the top. Yeah. Prize. Is that good though? I mean, if you were gonna win, wouldn't you rather win like? No way he can enjoy his retirement. Yeah, that's. I true. mean, there's no. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to take it and live his life. So he won the top prize in the Win for Life game after matching all four numbers for a drawing that took place. Uh, he purchased his ticket at the 1 a.m. market located on Main Street uh, in Riddle, Oregon. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, Nelson, who regularly plays the Win for Life game, was shocked to learn he had won after checking his ticket. He said, I nearly fainted. I am retiring on the 5th of July. This comes at a perfect time. Um, Nelson, who has worked as a millwright for 18 years... Is that a paper mill person? It could be any kind of mill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, said his winnings will be put toward his retirement and also used to spend time with his family and grandchildren. Uh, I love it. Feel yeah, good story. Probably a lumber mill or a paper mill. So that's outside of Portland. Let's get more to the Portland, Oregon side of okay. things. All right. All right. So this is more of a Portlandy story. Reportedly upset about the slow drive through service, a young man by the name of Joseph Ristick told police that a Gresham Taco Bell needed his help. So he decided to go inside, hoping to get a job application, because his order was taking way too long to place. But he said there was a reason um, that he said that he went in there for a job interview, because instead he went inside, harassed the other customers, then assaulted the manager before fleeing on foot. Of course, Gresham keeping it classy. But he was telling cops that he had gone in there to go get a job application, because they clearly needed help, because they weren't able to handle the drive through window. Wow. So the root of Ristick's alleged assault, according to police, was slow service. Uh, but what he perceived as slow service was an actual customer taking a long time deciding on an order, which those, there should be like a beeper or something that goes. A lot. Greg. Yeah. Greg, that's my best idea ever. Greg. Yes. You get like one minute to order. And then once your bell goes off, you can't order anymore. It's like, I'm sorry, move along. Move along. There should be a law. I cannot believe you haven't come up with this. Yeah. You are terrible at this. I need to be the mayor. No, no. You I get, already have snitch you tickets. You get one minute to place your order. Who needs more than one minute to place an order? Yeah, that's true. Especially in a drive-thru. You should be able to. Because you shouldn't be placing minute. like 17 orders in a drive-thru because that's rude. No, and you, you should know get out of your car. generally what you want yeah. by the time you get up there. Yeah, 60 seconds is plenty 60 of time. 60 seconds is plenty, and then the buzzer goes off. And then that's it. And then that's it. Yeah, that's all you get. If you're halfway through your order, well, too late. That's too what you late. You, then you get half the order. Yeah, too bad. Air high five. Sixty seconds. Okay. You get snitch tickets. But how do you make I them move? I get one minute order. Oh, uh, air high five. Yes. Um, you know what it is? Because okay, here I have this. I have this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Because drive-throughs uh-huh. should come with those mechanical pushy things that are through those car washes. Yeah, they take you just, through the car washes. So you so have to you, you have to release in. your brake and you yep. have to like lock in into the car wash thing and then you kind of glide through. You know, it would keep things moving quicker. It would quicker. keep things moving and then you have 1 minute to get it out and yeah. then if you don't, you're just moved it's forward. Like, uh, and then like a sign place order now, 60 seconds. Uh, I want uh, two tacos My and, uh, God, uh, an man. enchilada. Okay, you are fine. And then I if you're faster than 60 seconds then boom, we can just keep the things moving along and it controls it so you don't have that person like looking at their phone and not Pulling up in the drive-thru. Yeah, it's pretty good. You can go on my transportation committee when I'm mayor. I will be head of transportation. Yeah, but I'll have some strong input on it. No, no, it's mine. Snitch tickets are my platform. Um, I'm sorry, one minute limit on ordering? I, 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 I like it. Best. I like it. I like it. God, I didn't even know I was going to come up with that. <laughs> Thanks, brain. But if you also have to apply that to self-checkout. There's a whole self-checkout rules that'll have to be worked out as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, but we're just specifically talking about that. Vicky is anyway. saying, what if you have a car full of people? If you have more than three other people, you shouldn't be in the drive No, you shouldn't be in the drive through That's absolutely rude and to you, other people. And if you have four people, you should all have your orders ready to go. There should be a human you limit. Exactly like there is, like, on. yeah, exactly, like the self-checkout. Well, there should be yeah. a human limit in drive throughs Yeah. You can read the sign before if you, you have get time, there. If, if you're sitting in there and it's taking that much time to be sitting in your car yeah. and ordering all that food, you could just as easily park and go in and order all of that food inside. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jenke is asking, good, good questions here, by the way, Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club in the chat. What if it's a confusing-ass menu and I can't find the goddamn value <gasps> menu? The menu will menu? actually, what? There will be a fine for the restaurant if they don't have it very clearly marked. What? No, what there's going to be is there will be several menus before you latch in. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. And if it's confusing, yeah, then 
uh, so you will have, find the restaurant. Uh, sorry, if you can hear, my stomach is growling. I think the microphone is picking it up. I haven't mm-hmm. eaten today. I am yeah. eating one of those Easy Macs. Um, yeah, I think this is gold. And I'm sorry, unless, unless it's like dire, unless you're like handicapped or something, like then there are of course exceptions to the rule. Uh, very mm. limited. Um, let's see. Uh, Carrie is saying, Keelan, wait till you and a uh, significant other and your kid and two of her friends are in the car. Trust me, drive through is the way to go. Sorry, then they have to place the order. You have 60 seconds. As long as you can do it in 60 seconds, you're fine. Longer than that, though, you're holding up everybody else. Yep. Out. Like, once you get in, like, there's a, there can be a waiting area for you to, like, look at the menu and go. And then once you're sure. in, you know that there's a limit. Like, once yep. you're in line, then it's go time. Doom, I want four tacos. I want two burritos. I want blah, 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 three drinks and blah, blah, blah. That was you like five that, seconds. That was five seconds. You can get all that out in You still have 55 seconds. seconds. Then you can like ask the person how the weather's, you know, like yeah. how, mm-hmm. how their weekend was. Yep. Oh, anyway, yeah, so there was a guy in Gresham who got arrested at Taco Bell. All right, next up. You've been on cruises before, Greg, right? Uh-huh. Have you been on a German bondage cruise before? <laughs> Let me think. Um... <laughs> I don't, rec- not that I recall. Okay. I love this headline that says, All aboard the bondage boat, hundreds of leather clad Germans set sail for the world's largest floating fetish festival. <laughs> this is happening this weekend. Hundreds of latex loving Germans are setting sail <laughs> for a floating <laughs> fetish boat party. A so it's floating called- fetish boat party. So, okay, this is a German, <laughs> a German floating festival called, uh, on board something called the Torture Ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining this thing pulling into port, and it's just you know it's everybody on deck like, like doosh, doosh, and all these people like squeak dancing the leather, and like their yeah, rubber leather like, daddies. Torture ship. It's the world's largest party for fans of BDSM and takes place on board a moving barge, which sets sail across Lake Constance on the Germany Switzerland border every summer. For the past 22 I mean, years. Good for them, you know, you know whatever, <laughs> but that's, that is funny. All right, so. Like, oh, oh, watch out, the torture <laughs> ship's coming into port. A hundred <laughs> plus people attend the event as participants flaunt an impressive array of bondage gear, including gimp masks and figure hugging corsets. Other outrageous attire includes leather skirts, horse masks, ma- masks, masks, and revealing leather horse traps. Horse masks. Horse wow. masks are like a big thing in really? the bondage community. There are lots of like, this has become one of the newest fetishes. Oh, we need to talk about the horse fetish. It's uh, not actual horses, but people will have, like, one of them will be the person in charge, and they'll either, like, uh, whip them, like, ride them, or, like, have them drag a carriage, and the other person's the horse. And they have, like, a bit that they bite down on. They drag a carriage? Yeah. They dress as horses. They hook them up like they're a, like, they're, they're like. feed them carrots and stuff? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What? No. You know what? I actually had the horse mask story, or they're, like, horse festivals. I'll do that tomorrow. Because this is, I feel like your brain's exploding, so we'll just save that for tomorrow. All right, so anyway, horse masks, revealing leather chaps, a company with whips and chains, the one-night trip, which costs uh, 65 euros per ticket. Um, Organizers say the numbers were down. Really? 65 euros is not bad. No, not at all. For one night. It's like 50 bucks, isn't it? They did say, uh, however. They're behind the euro now. I can't remember. I don't know. That's the least interesting part of the story. (laughs) Organizers say the numbers were down from the previous year, due in part that that Germany and Sweden's World Cup encounter was taking place. Oh, $75. So I guess it was last weekend because it was Germany and uh, Sweden's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why they say the numbers were down because of the World Cup. And I do. I, do you have a little bit of ball talk? I do. Okay, so should I wrap probably? Yeah, so sure. Time. All right, all right. I'll save the rest for tomorrow. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. The torture ship. <laughs> Hello. All right. Um, all right, let's, let's do a little bit of ball talk. Okay, we have some balls. We do. Yeah, we have some things we got to talk about. God, is it going to be about fucking Oregon State again? I am in control of ball talk. Do I say that every time you start up World of Crazy? Oh, is it going to be about poop again? It wasn't about poop. Yeah, shockingly. It usually is. Is yours about I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. First up, we have this. The NBA is going through some serious drama right now. Ooh, tell me. Because uh, it's getting ready to basically get into trading season. So on Friday, it's the last day where players can opt into contracts if they want. 
Uh, or uh, I believe it's tonight at midnight. I think is that when the actual deadline is. And if they don't, then they become unrestricted free agents. It's a whole free agency thing. We don't need to go into too many details. Okay. The main thing is this. LeBron James has until tomorrow to sign his contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. If he signs it, that means he's back there for another year. And the entire NBA is basically waiting to find out what he's going to do. Now, if he doesn't do that, that means he's an unrestricted free agent. He can go wherever he wants. Um, the big thing right now that everybody's waiting for is him to do that. And then the secondary thing is for Kawhi Leonard of the San Antonio Spurs, who, is, who wants out. He does not want to be with the Spurs anymore. He's kind of thrown a tantrum for a long time now about oh boy. this. Like, I don't want to be here. They don't love me. And uh, so he wants to go to the Lakers, which apparently that's according to all reports that he really wants to go to the Lakers because he's from L.A. And San Antonio, I think, is going to screw him over and not send him there. I think San Antonio, Greg Popovich is going to be like, yeah, no. Um, and that's oh, not of that. Got to love old man pop. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm on old man pop side on this. You know, you do what you want to do. Um, but so the, so anyway, there's a whole bunch of drama going on. There's going to be a whole bunch of NBA news that will come out, I'm sure, later today or tomorrow as all this happens. So just be expecting that. Moving on in ball talk. Let's go back to Germany. Is it about their A little bit of a festival? World Cup update. Oh. Germany is out. The defending World Cup champions the favored team to s- win it this year. Is it that's I they even were number know that. one? Yeah, they were ranked number one, most likely to win the World Cup this year and repeat as champions. They are out of the World Cup. So the first round, if you will, of the World Cup is finishing up uh, right now. I think tomorrow there's a couple, or today there's a couple more games left that don't really matter. It's already decided. So it's all done. Half the teams are going home, and Germany, being the defending champions, is one of the teams going home. They are out of the. Wow. I mean, that's huge. How's how's your team that you picked? Um, oh, I'll get to that. Oh, okay, but part of part of that too is since they got beat by South Korea yesterday, it ensured that Mexico is going on to the next round. Awesome! Yeah, Mexico made it to the next round, and had Germany won, they would not have gone on. But South Korea beat them. And and uh, ensured that Mexico would go. And now there's all these videos that have popped up everywhere of Mexican fans basically treating like every every South Korean person they see as a hero. And there's all these videos of these groups of uh, Mexican fans in Russia. They find somebody from South Korea and they all just start chanting Korea, and they pick the guy up and like carry oh, him on their cool. shoulders. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> they just have these South Korean guys all excited about it too. So they love they love South Korea right now. So much so that in Mexico City, they you know, they have huge outdoor stadiums where they watch the games. And once South Korea beat Germany, all these this huge group of Mexican fans all marched to the South Korean embassy and stood outside, not rioting or protesting, cheering South Korea because they were so happy about them. And as a, apparently the South Korean ambassador even came out and started doing tequila shots with the people. Oh, wow. It's pretty awesome. And so there's videos of them, like, carrying South Koreans around. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. So Mexico is very thankful to South Korea right now. And they all seem like they're having an awesome time. That's good for them. I know. I'm like, I want to trend the fun. I know. Nobody likes us. <laughs> Nobody We're does the he- like us. We're the heels. We're the map bastards We of the are world. the heels, goddammit. Yep. Anyway, Mexico and South Korea have all the fun. Uh, so there's <laughs> that going on. It's all right, Greg. I'm sure you can find someone to do a tequila shot with you later. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, my team, Uruguay. Number one, undefeated. Oh, Jesus Christ. Going into the next round, I predicted it right here on Fun Employment Radio that they would be the world champions. They're taking on Portugal on Saturday. If they beat Portugal, they're unstoppable. Unstoppable. Uruguay all the way. Number one champs. Also, Croatia's in it, too. Croatia's in the second. Okay. Is but, there anything uh, else that happened in Baltuck? Oh, yes. By the way, the College World Series continued last night where Arkansas won the first game. And that was uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday. Oregon State, and it's the best two out of three series, had to win last night, or Arkansas would become the champions of the College World Series. It went all the way down to the ninth inning, top of the ninth inning, down to with uh, Arkansas ahead, three to two. Two outs, top of the ninth inning, Oregon State up to bat. And this is actually true what happened. The Oregon State player, two outs, two strikes. So one more strike, that's it, they're done. Uh, He hit the ball, popped it up as a foul ball, really easily caught. And three Arkansas players ran to catch it. They catch it. That's it. The game's over. They are College World Series champs for the first time ever for Arkansas. All three players stood there and kind of 
went, uh, and thought the other one was going to get it and dropped. Are you kidding? dropped on the ground. The foul ball that they could have caught that would have won them the World Series. Oh. Three of their players stood there and messed up and didn't get it. That's so fucking communication. because it continued on, the pitcher threw to the Oregon State player with two strikes, two outs, boom, knocked in a line drive, brought in a player, tied the game. Continued on. Couple uh, play- more players get on. This is all with two outs, two run home run. Oregon State goes up five three. They won the game. Wow. Oregon State won the game. When do they play next? Today. Oh. Today at three thirty p.m. Greg, that's for the so final. soon. So the I mean it's the final game. So Arkansas, Oregon State. All right. I was giving you shit about the Oregon State stuff, but if that is how this happened, that's how that's how they won. I'm absolutely watching that yeah. today. Yeah. All right. No, that I mean that's it. Arkansas had it right there. Oh, that's They so... just had to catch this ball. I mean, yeah. the easiest one you could ever catch. And they screwed it up. And Oregon State took advantage. Just got to say. That's right. pretty cool. That is. As okay. Keelan just said, fuck a World Series and a World Cup. He will never shut up. That concludes this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. All right, well, I know you have to get out of here. I do. We yeah. want to give a big shout-out to our buddy Dave. Dave! Who's visiting us from Camus. Hi, 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 Dave! And um, so he came in through town today, and he's been spending the day with us, brought us some, uh, brought me some Easy Mac, which I'm so excited about. Absolutely. Which and is part of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. If you sign on for that year, you get to come in in studio and uh, sit in for a show. And it wasn't even that hot today, right? No. It's not yeah. too bad. And Greg, he's wearing a Courage shirt. I know, it's awesome! That. Oh, my gosh. The real Courage. Courage! <laughs> oh, the, the army band. No, not the army band. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thank you for your support, Dave. Thank you, seriously, really so much. We uh, <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow's show will actually be, well, the normal show starts at 10, but we've got a special guest coming in tomorrow, and uh, it is a comedian who is going to be joining us. Yes, Moses Storm will be coming Moses in the studio. Moses Storm, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. He'll be in here live at 9.30 a.m.-ish Pacific tomorrow. Which, he was in this movie that I saw, which you you should probably watch today when you're not watching the OSU what? thing. It's called Unfriended. <laughs> Unfriended. It's awful and amazing. And I think he would probably say the same thing. It's a, it's a terrible movie. I loved it. Okay. It's called Unfriended. Okay. Um, so if anyone uh, is looking for the... A bad movie to watch tonight? You want to hear um, the guy? I mean, he's done lots of other things, too. But I'm just saying, since I am your bad movie girl. Okay. Unfriended. All right. Yeah. Unfriended. Also a finalist in Last Comic Standing, but, you know, more more importantly in Unfriended. Um, so that movie he, was pretty popular. No, no, that's great. Amongst teenage girls and weird adults and like you. myself. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> So he'll be joining us tomorrow morning, so about 9.30 a.m. Pacific, uh, that uh, we'll be live with that. And then, of course, the podcast goes up as usual later on. I will be live on Digital Trends, uh, social media outlets, later today. What time, Greg? At 2.30 p.m. Pacific. Let's all show Greg some love. Let's show him some love. He would really really appreciate it, particularly this week. If you could show up and at least like tap a like or a love or write a comment or hang out. That Greg, got sweet. Greg is very good at his job, and let's make sure that him and the people that he works with know. And they know that by you guys going on social media. And it'll I'll be, be there, li- too. It'll be live on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. All of those things. So, All of the above. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, bye friends. Bye. Bye.